It's a good picture. I'm in it. <clears throat> oh, I'm... <laughs> Cute. Because you're singing... It looks like I have no legs. You should talk into the microphone. Oh. How's your butt? Good morning. How's your butt? Good morning. Don't worry, everyone. We got, well, not we, but I got tickets to fish. Oh, thanks, baby. I can't wait to go and start a fight. Yeah, you don't get to go to fish anymore. Oh, I'm so upset. Oh, ah! <laughs> you sound like a monkey. You can go. No, I don't. I don't want to go. No, I, you you're not invited to fish, Aww. but you can go see J-Rad. <gasps> With nachos? Those were good nachos. Yeah. I don't know where J-Rad's not playing in our part of town anytime soon. We'll follow him on the road. Grateful Shred. We could go see them in Ventura at the, uh, I have to see when the festival is. You know, tomorrow night, right here in Van Nuys, in our house, we are having a Hootenanny sing-along, and we're, there's a bunch of Grateful Dead songs. Bad <sighs> in the train, high on code. Jack's here. Don't say cocaine. I'll be busy. Why don't you like fun, Matthew? I do like fun. Why don't you like singing? Because we're not doing cats, is that why? Oh, man, cats is so good. <laughs> When they walk around, their heads don't match, like, <laughs> the way that their bodies are moving when they're walking around. It's like the first season of uh, Simpsons. <laughs> it's just it's so crazy. Because it's crazy. Because I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, you know, again. And I'm like, <clears throat> these are clearly talented, like, ballet dancers. Oh, amazing dancers. Yeah. Clearly talented people. But it's like, it's like... <sighs> Do you ever see the Lord of the Rings cartoon they did? Oh, yes. I used to watch that all the... Really, I used to watch it all the time. Right. So, like, that's a cartoon where, like, they filmed people and then drew over the people. I guess I kind of knew that, but I didn't really know that right. when I was a kid. So, that that feels like what they did with cats. Yeah, it was so weird. I, I just would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for the whole pre-production oh, just all the hands in the pot sticking their dirty little hands in the pot. They have to put out like if they put out a like a Blu-ray with like a making of. Yes. Like I because I, 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 I don't know about you. I have not, I've also never looked, but I haven't seen any footage of them like Daniel Radcliffe covered in like, you know, like you'll see footage of like people from like the Avengers and they're just wearing like their green condom outfits with yeah. like the little balls. Yeah. But they, they, but I don't think they did that. I think they just CGI'd. I don't know well, what they, they CGI'd did. Cat ears and tails so that they could move them. Right. So I think that's what looked weird. But I think they really did have. Di but then they genetically modified Idris Elba's junk out, didn't they? Like take his package out. Oh yeah, they post? took out. They took out somebody's junk. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like. What's her name? Judy Dench. Mm -hmm. um, 
she felt like the only one that it was just she was just wearing yeah. the makeup. It was also the, the least flattering. I mean, everybody else got to look pretty decent in their costumes. Hers was just so unflattering. Like the huge thighs and it, it felt strange. like it was cumbersome to walk in. Well, then she had the big fur coat. I didn't understand and why someone... she had a fur coat on. But that's the weird thing is because like... How do you say his name? Ida? Idris. Idris. He is wearing a coat the whole movie and then he takes it off at the end. So then it's just like, well, he's naked, naked now. Yeah. Cover Jack Jack's eyes. No. Uh, welcome to I Love You Okay. We're not going to talk about Taylor Swift? No, we can keep talking. I just want everyone to know what they're listening to. <sighs> this is not the Cats podcast. Welcome to I Love Cats, okay? <laughs> I love cats and it's not okay. It's, it's so weird to say it, but it's like the best that Taylor Swift has ever looked. Do you think that's fair to say? No, I don't think that's fair to say. Do you think I, she's never looked good except in the movie Cats? No, that's, I think Taylor so Swift you're is on record. stunning. You're on record as saying... No, I am a Swifty through and through. I've, I like Taylor Swift before you did. Okay. You know what bothered me about Taylor Swift is that she was wearing high heels. It bothered me so much. I'm like, if she's wearing high, high heels on her feet, shouldn't she be wearing high heels on her hands too? <laughs> <laughs> If she's a cat. You know what I like, though? It's just the logic was all off. There's a lot going on in that movie. <laughs> I I feel like we're, people are going to puzzle over it like James Joyce for just <laughs> centuries. And then there'll be a podcast where a man is saying, yes, yes, now we're going to deconstruct this. Are you making fun of Frank Delaney? No, I'm not. He's I just, dead. I'm not making fun of him. Rejoice. Rejoice. Episode 28, Cats. It was very Hello, I'm Frank Delaney. It was comforting. It's just funny to think of him doing that. You know, cats. my favorite thing about that podcast is, is that he's clearly just sitting in some office like this an office but in manhattan because you can hear the traffic outside oh i like that yeah That's every nice. so often you hear like cars honking and yeah he's just sitting there and he's just like mm, what scene was it in hamlet scene one scene two what an amazing brain two. <laughs> oh, the recall on that guy was insane there was a question the other day that's like would you rather have um for the last years of your life, would you rather have the body of a 30 year old or the brain of a 30 year old? And I was like the brain, but then I would want to move around with ease also, you know? Hmm. Cause it seems like that would be the hardest part about getting old is that if you have your mental capacity, your body is just like, Nope, can't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, already I'm 40 and already I'm like, can't squat down like that anymore. I mean, I, I can squat. I just can't. All right. All right. You know, like if I just keep, and then sometimes you just dig in the hole to squat in. Remember that's the squatty potty. Well, yeah, what was that? That was the um from uh from uh from dancers, cat dancers on the cat. Oh, when Jup, yeah, when Jupiter. Is it Jupiter? One of them when he's yes, it's Jupiter. I don't want what. No, I mean, was it Jupiter that uh, made uh, that noise? Uh, yes. I didn't know if it was him or the other cat. It was Jupiter the whole time because Jupiter was Chuck's cat. And Jupiter was so distraught that, uh, well, you guys have to watch uh, Cat uh, Dancers. Oh, my God. It's the greatest documentary. We should watch Cats and Cat Dancers. 
Let's do a mashup. We'll do one scene from Cats, one scene from Cat Dancers. I also do the dark side of the moon. I don't know why we're not like, I don't know why we sit here and we talk about our lives and like our thoughts and feelings and our relationship when we have a copy of the Cat Dancers autobiography (gasps) that we could just that we could just be reading that every week. Well, let's start. Excuse me. Let's start tonight. It's also autographed by Ron and Joy. It is. We'll start tonight. We're going to read one paragraph at the end of each show. You know, what's funny is I bought like a book. I don't even know if I bought it. I probably got it for free because fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you look at me when you said that? Because I bought it for the the book of it's just love poems. So that when we're sitting in traffic, we can read it to each other. Oh, baby. So romantic. Didn't we, I don't remember what we were doing, but don't you remember that? We had some time to kill. We were in a parked car and I was like, okay, you pick one and read it to me and I'll yeah. pick one and read it to you. Yeah, that was nice. We were probably waiting to get Jack or something. Probably. I saw someone yesterday get rear-ended. Oh, rear-ended. No. Really? Oh, yeah. And it was like, I saw it happening too. And they, they like turned their car to the right to try to like avoid them, <laughs> but they didn't break i didn't see the brake lights go on and then they just crashed into the back of the car Yuck. yeah get off your phone guys i um i got to have lunch with a friend of mine yesterday and i was like oh ooh, 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 ooh. i'm gonna ask him do you and your wife ever have a problem if you're watching a show together. <laughs> this is never gonna No, this is we're it, never gonna stop talking about because it's so this is like our thing. I talked about it with my hairstylist this morning. Really? Yes. All right, good. <laughs> well, he said, and it was so funny because it totally mirrored us to a point where he's like, I can't keep up <laughs> with the amount of shows she watches. Because he's like, it's always like if somebody's like, oh, yeah, this show's pretty good. She's like, okay. And then she watches the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. She is. What if I was secretly married to him, too? (laughs) (laughs) But he did say that uh, The Mandalorian was we have to watch this together and nobody can watch it without the other one. And like they both have very different schedules and and travel is involved and stuff. And he's like, so sometimes there was like weeks and weeks where like we didn't see it and it was like this point of don't you fucking watch it without me <laughs> but he couldn't so think much of much stress but the, he could not think of an instance where one had and didn't say anything or or did out of spite to hurt the other person <laughs> no that is solely my experience and i apologize uh, uh, he did say to me he goes oh that's great you can like hold that over her head for like years <laughs> And I said, well, that is, that's the key to a a healthy marriage is keeping score. Yeah. Uh, We have a chalkboard on our refrigerator just for that very thing. Jack. Chalk it up. Jackboard. My hairstylist said that she and her partner, she's married to a woman, she and her partner, which is interesting because I was like, is it different? Does it matter if it's a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, a man and a man? Does it matter? And uh, she said that she and her partner would watch BoJack together and then her partner was out of town and then she was just having a hard day 
and decided to watch it. It was very comforting for her to watch it. And I was like, did she get mad? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So there you go. There's another case study right there. And I said, have you ever done it out of spite? No, I would never do that. But she started the conversation by saying, I watched ahead, which is something that I would never do. I would never, ever do that without my partner. And I was like, well, I'm diseased in the brain. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Don't touch me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I need to jump back to cats really quickly. What's funny is at the beginning <laughs> when he's like, you know, were you blind when you're born? Where do you stub all your toes? That whole thing <laughs> <laughs> where he's like explaining the jellical cats. <clears throat> you see basically like all the other cats, like in the background and some of them you meet later, but there's just for a second, you see, uh, uh, Rumple Teaser and Mungo Jerry, like they just have a brick, like they're about to, like I don't know what they're doing. If they, I like, I need to watch a window. The, yeah, I'm like, are they about to like a brick the size of the two of them? Are they about to throw that through a window? They just turn, they look, they're like, oh hi. Which is not <laughs> bricks are smaller than cats. Bricks are smaller than cats. It would not take two cats to carry a huge brick. Hey man, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Also, you cannot have James Corden and Rebel Wilson in the same movie. Am I wrong? Um, Because they're both overweight English people? Because they're just the same type. Like, you can't have them both in the movie. To Yeah, I guess I'm saying that. It's just too much. It's too much. Like, they, they, like, they act the same way. Like, it's a lot of scenery chewing and, like, winking at the camera. It's just a lot. There's only room for one of that in a movie, in my opinion. Well, take it up with Irving Berlin or whoever wrote Cats. <laughs> he wrote Cats saying, in the future, when this is filmed. Pause it. Oh, Jesus. Um, Cats was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. You know it was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Who? One time I saw Jesus Christ Superstar on Broadway, and I swear to God, Andrew Lloyd Webber was dressed like an usher. Like, I took a picture of him. I was like, I sent it to my friends that, like, know Broadway stuff. I was like, is that Andrew Lloyd Webber? I swear to God, that's him. And they all swore it was him. It was like the previews of Jesus Christ Superstar. I mean, at that point, he'd probably let it go. It probably wasn't him. Is he... Is he crazy? <laughs> We're all a little crazy. Hmm. Um, you know what I was just thinking about? the uh, Our trip to Mexico. Do we ever talk about that story? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> I just know we I just didn't know if we had talked about it on the show yet. Well, it's, I know we've talked about it, but I don't know if it was um, here or if it was during like that 12 hours of oh, like our, shooting the web series. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm going, we're going off. I mean, I, who cares? We can talk about it, but it just, it just makes me laugh how insane I was around like everything really, but mostly getting engaged to you. I was so insane. Like, you probably don't even know the half of my insanity around that. 
Um, I don't know. It was a pretty big, <laughs> and I say this with all love, it was a pretty big pain in the ass in my life at that time. Well, you stayed. Right. <laughs> I did want to marry you, but it was just like, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, it, it it's all based in complete insecurity and lack of control and you know all that fun stuff well it was when we were dating you were like i'll feel secure in the relationship once we move in then i'll know that you really love me and then we moved in and then you were like i'll feel secure when we're engaged <laughs> guess what it didn't work no 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 i don't know if you noticed yeah. I, Why? What was the other half? No, I just the fun. I think I did tell you this, but the most embarrassing one was that I thought that like we were going out on a date night and it was when we lived on Graham Avenue in that bed bug apartment. And you were like, I'm going to go downstairs and get some cash out. And in my mind, I was like, oh, he's going downstairs. <laughs> you did tell me this, yeah. I'm like, he's going downstairs to meet the limo and have flowers and or a horse-drawn carriage, maybe. Maybe it's a horse-drawn carriage. Like, what an insane person. It did lead to a lot of nights of me just being like, what's, why, why are you, what, <laughs> why are you what, upset? what is wrong? What the fuck? Ugh. But, you know, that, I have to think of that, that Glenna says, um, I have to think of her with compassion and love because she was just in a lot of fear. Mm. Just all fear. Fear-based living. All fear all the time here at Kay Glennis. <laughs> Cats, 24 hours a day here at Kay Matthew. It's so good. <laughs> You're crazy. Also cat dancers. Cat dancers blew my mind the first time we saw it. Just... So beautiful. We haven't watched it in a long time. Oh, I watched it all the time without you. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Should we tell the Mexico story real quick? You want to tell it? We went to Mexico. And. I don't know. At the time, you blamed it on women you were friends with that they were like, oh, my God, he's totally going to propose. But I think what's probably more accurate is you, I got up to go to the refrigerator and you were like, oh my God, he's going to propose. <laughs> probably a little of both. Probably you were like, Matt's taking me to Mexico. He's going to propose. And they were like, oh my God, he probably totally is. Well, listen, I, I also don't think that's that crazy a thing to think. Like, well, it was a big trip planned. Well, no, it was also, you kept like... Like getting on my case, like why don't we take a trip? Why don't we go somewhere? I'm like, oh fuck. I'm the worst person. No, in you're America. not. You're not. In Canada. In most. The outer lying. In most places, but islands. not here. <clears throat> um. Thanks. <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for that. Uh, that article I sent to you. Just so oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, so Matt takes me to Mexico. It's beautiful. 
Linus badgered, badgered me to take her on a trip. So I was like, all right, we're going to go to Mexico. It's like, it's at a place and there's stuff to do. Do you remember after we got massages? Uh, what? Did we have sex? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a very important part of the story. No, I just had forgotten about that part until now. We had, we got a couple's massage. And then they left the room and we were like, boink. Boink. <laughs> and then... We had like a nice romantic dinner on the beach. Just didn't you have a guy? Us. You had like a like a a guy give you a massage, right? I don't know. Did I ask for a guy to give me a massage? I I, I a, a woman gave me a massage, and the guy gave me a massage. Yeah, but I just remember he leaned in, and he and he like like shout whispered in your ear. He just goes, <laughs> "Do you remember this?" No. He just leaned like he was he was kind of a creep. And he just shout whispers in your ear. He just goes, how's the pressure? <laughs> you don't remember that? No. And I said, lower. And he said, oh, how's the, the pressure? pressure? Get out of my house. Okay. I will. I don't remember that. That's funny. Very important part of the story. You know, we went to, we were staying at like a, a resort. Yeah. It was like a resort and there was dinners and. We went to Chichen Itza. That's right. We, yeah, we saw. Yeah. And we 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 went on ATVs and rode around and went snorkeling and um, went to like a freshwater like water park, basically. Right. Right. Where we saw that crazy fish. That's right. We were swimming around and Glennis was like, I just saw the biggest, scariest fish. And I was like, what? (laughs) And you were like, no, 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 we have to get out of the water. And I was like, I was like, I got to see this big, scary fish. And so, like, I went down and, like, it was, like, in between these two rocks. And, like, it was going away from me. And it noticed I was there. And it, like, turned around and looked at me. <laughs> and it had, like, teeth or something. It was fucking awful. Oh and I, God, I jumped was... up. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> You've never believed me. It's so insane. <laughs> so then, you know, we did... Uh, we did, uh, you know, there was even like a dinner on the beach and stuff. Yeah, that was the night. That was the dinner on the beach was the night that I thought it was going to happen. Right. I was looking for the bulge in your pocket, like just a detective all through and through. I will always be a detective, much to my own disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to lead to quite a bit of disappointment and resentment. Yeah. yeah I finally figured out to stop doing that. So then the, uh, the best part was, um, uh, we're done with dinner on the beach and we go up to the room and Glennis is out on the balcony and I come out on the balcony and I go, I think I already know the answer to this question, but did you have a great vacation? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you took me out on the balcony. I don't remember. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, Glennis was like sour. And I was like, oh, you said we... The trip's over. We got to go back. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It might be on me. Maybe it's on me. I take some chick to Mexico for some. I, I just, you I was, took some chick to Mexico? I just took some chick to Mexico <laughs> and she expected all these, you know, commitments. Afterwards. Some chick I've been dating for three years. No big deal. <sighs> okay, now let's talk about something you did wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I think I already know the answer to this, but. No, that's, I mean, I take full responsibility for. The phrasing. Look, yeah, looking back on all of it, I was like, yeah, I could see that. Do you remember when you finally explained to me why you were upset with me for weeks and weeks? <laughs> you told me it was weeks later, but I didn't remember. It was 100% like weeks later. I thought you were going to say it was 106 days later. It was later. 106 <laughs> weeks later. And you were finally like, I thought you were going to propose. And I go, what? And I believe at one point I go, I'm not going to propose to you in another country. I'm going to propose to you in America. <laughs> America. Fuck. Fuck yeah. I mean, that is hilarious because when you when you called to ask me out, you sang a song about America on my voicemail. That's right. So that's on you. <laughs> I should have known. Should have known better with a girl like you. You're a terrible detective. Terrible. You didn't know when I was actually proposing that I was going to propose. I love that you still think that. Oh, I love that you you are the queen of revisionist history. <laughs> oh, am I now? Right. Right. You're right. You didn't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You sit there with your smug little, on your high horse what? in your ivory tower. This is a very normal sized horse. With your new hairdo and you think you're the queen of queens. Who, who am I? You're Jack winking. <laughs> Bink. Um, no, here's the thing. You can't you can't be like at every sneeze, be like, oh my God, he's gonna propose. Every untied shoe. He's down on one sneeze. Right. He got down on his sneeze. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. And then when I finally do propose, you're like, I knew it. I knew it. The whole time I knew it. You can't do that. <laughs> you don't get to be like. I can too. I'm going to run downstairs and buy the pay for the pizza. <laughs> He's going to propose. I knew it. I knew it. That is not what I sound like. First of all, that's not what I sound like. <laughs> I knew it. You can't surprise me. I surprise you every time I didn't propose. <laughs> She's flipping me off, everyone. She gave me the finger. Oh, jeez. What a dick. Whatever. <laughs> I'm feeling much better. I was sick earlier. Yes. You got a good night's sleep. That's all we do. Get a good night's sleep. Get some sleep. Go to bed at 8 p.m. Wake up feeling better. Do you get mad at me when I'm sick? Uh, I don't get mad. I just was. It's hard for me to have compassion because I was never given compassion. I was never really taken care of, like I, to the point where my mom was like, you're lying. You're not sick. You faker. Go to school. Right. So I just don't have that thing in me. And I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's not that you don't have compassion. It's just it feels like. You you get a little like you well, just I'm you seem to like be you're... better about it. I just I just uh, I'm trying to be better about it. Is it? No, I'm just I'm just talking to you. I'm not getting defensive. Okay. I, I'm telling you, I'm trying to be better about it. And then I'm uh, waiting. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And then you're waiting for what? For you to say something. <laughs> That's will, how conversations that work. Will you marry me? <laughs> Again, yes, again and again. 
Um, no, it doesn't seem like you're not compassionate. It seems like you're aggravated. Is it because... So I, I guess my question is, is it an expectation that you think I am like, okay, take care of me? Maybe. And you're ready for it. And you're Because I do that. Like I get in my head of, all right, here's what's going to happen. And when then, I get sick, you mean? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, Just oh. in general, when I'm like, like, say like, like when I had a, co- a coffee commitment at a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody's going to fucking say something. <laughs> yeah. And then it's already happening in my head. Yeah. You know, it's because it's fear. Future events are already ruined. Um, so I'm like, know. so then by the time somebody's like, is there more creamer? I'm just like, motherfucker! I'll murder your family! I'll murder your family! <laughs> I, I, I'll uh, lick the floor. No! <laughs> um... I didn't know if that was. What I it was. don't know what it is. I, I because I I had a hard time even taking care of our child without feeling overwhelmed and burdened at first. You know. Yeah. So I think it's just I don't know. I I really couldn't give you an answer right on the spot. I think I okay. need more. You're well, not. In- I'm allowed to finish my sentence. You're not in trouble. Are you recording? No. You're not in trouble. I'm kidding. It's recording. Oh, so I am in trouble? I- I'm kidding. It's not recording no, and you, you are in it trouble. Up. I'm glad you brought it up, but I just don't have an answer. I do think it's I do think it's somewhere that I have some sort of like resistance, obviously, but I'm not sure what the like I'm not sure what it is. You know? I I definitely feel a little agitated when you get sick. Um, and I th- it must have something to do with me having to take care of you, but, and then I want you to get well as soon as possible. I want you to do whatever it takes to get better. So I don't know. I mean, did that answer your question? <laughs> I just said, I don't know. Right. Does that answer your question? Yes. You okay. just said, I don't know a couple times. Well, yeah. my question was, is do you. You seem like you're like mad at me when I'm sick. Mad is not the right word. But you're irritated. Maybe irritated. What about you, ladies? Do you get irritated when your partner gets sick? <laughs> what about you, ladies? Call in five 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 cat. Don't you hate it when your man gets sick? <laughs> Call in, girls. <laughs> Don't you want to slice his head off, girls? I just I never get sick. And so that's why it's... Well, you can't say you never get sick. You get sick the same amount as anybody else. I don't know. Okay. You don't stay sick for a very long time. You get over it pretty quickly. Your immune system is pretty strong. I think it's all that chlorine that you soaked in all those years. Maybe. When I went to the dentist the other day, they were like, you know, like they measure the gum or whatever. Mm -hmm. Two, three, two, 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 two. Oh, I had a lot of threes. Yeah. Did you have any fours? No. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Tell me. I didn't. How many fours did I you did have? I didn't have any fours. Did you have any ones? No, no ones. So it was all twos and threes? Yeah. You Literally, s- I don't even know what those numbers mean. I don't know if a four is good or a four is bad. Four I don't is know. bad. Cool. But like, 
it goes all the way up. To a hundred? Well, no. You're like, there's no You would have there. no gums. <laughs> oh, right. There's no That would there. be like, if you had a hundred, like, you would also not have a nose oh, or eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyelids have receded. I had a couple fours, but like, I knew that I might have had like a five or something last time. Or Oh, they didn't even do it on me last time. Really? No, it was weird. Because I was like, what are they doing? You seemed, you you didn't seem psyched when you came home from the dentist. No, I was. I just, I just hate going to the dentist. I'm glad. I thought I was going to get a, I think what it was is I thought that I was going to get a better report, but I also have a lot of fear about like, I have small teeth and I grind my teeth. So I need to get a, a night guard thing. And this is not interesting. I, I, I It is. Why don't you go get a night guard thing? I am. The she told you receptionist to was late. When I was leaving, you have a real problem time. with receptionists. <laughs> well, she's a ghost, so I can't have a problem with her. She was late, so he was like, "Just go, and then you know we'll do all the billing and everything." But then I was a little bit like, "Well, I have to get a night guard because I'm not gonna have any fucking teeth left." Like it makes me a little anxious. So I don't know. <laughs> teeth stuff. I have a very small mouth, so it's like holding my mouth open for even that long yeah. is so painful. And then the thought of having to do more stuff, which is why I'm trying to be so good about flossing every night. That's what he was saying to me. He was like, he's like, you know, you got to floss more. And I was like, okay. I'm like, but I kept being like, but the numbers got better. Right. <laughs> and like, she was like, she was like, yeah, I think they were, you know? And then, you know, on the way out, like he's looking at the, the, you know, my file and he even stopped me. He goes, uh, you know what? Now that I'm, now that I'm comparing what I wrote down from last time, like the numbers did go down significantly. I'm like, yeah, dude. What'd you do differently? No, just, I'm just flossing more. Not every day, but I mean more. Like twice. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, Matt, come back. You walked I'm going to get room. better numbers than you. No, mine's are all twos and threes, bro. What I really want to see is my, the snoring doctor, because I'm like, cause I just, I've, I've, I'm finding myself tired during the day again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, cause it's, she even said, it's like, it's just going to be a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm also like, I'm waking up a lot more with it and I'm just like, I'll wake up and I've taken it off and I don't remember. It seems uncomfortable. I, I would have a real problem. It's not even that it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just that I need to, there's, there's a temperature I can change. I can turn the temperature up. Like lately it's just the air has felt particularly cold mm. going in and I'm just like, ah. yeah. But I mean, if everything I tried on, that's the most comfortable. Yeah. I don't know if I could just, take a pill and be done with it, that'd be fine. Well, I mean, you know, we can work out and I think that'll help a lot. I've lost weight. I've lost weight too. Mm -hmm. Lose weight. <laughs> lose weight, bro. Lose weight. Right, losing weight. Okay. What, what, well, what's something that I've done wrong? Aside oh, from get sick so start? far. Where do so I sorry. start? I'm so sorry. Um, <clears throat> no, you don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just don't want you to feel like you're being picked on. 
I don't. You can't. Whoa, put that in the my... way that you said that. No, I'm just saying you always assume that I'm going to get defensive or upset about. I'm not truly. I'm like, what does it matter? Life is too short to. No, who cares? That was who I was. And I'm working really hard to not be that anymore. So I can't get upset. Good. That'd be awesome because I didn't like her. <gasps> I'm kidding. A hole. It's Christmas. Wow. Okay. I'm going to keep that in my mental locker. Oh, good. We're keeping score. We're keeping <laughs> score. Put the one eye door. We're keeping score. <laughs> the one eye door. Is that the locker? But I don't snore anymore, though, huh? No, but sometimes you'll open your mouth and the air will blow out and your breath will be really stinky. It's like two in the morning. <laughs> People have stinky breath. What about Jack lately? Oh you gosh. smell like a rotten peanut. <laughs> All of a sudden his nose is just like. Oh, my God. Cranked up. <clears throat> okay, you ready for one of these questions? I'm ready for all these questions. Tell the kids what we're doing. We're not going to read them all in this episode. We're Why is 30, it that long? <clears throat> there's 36 questions. Okay, if we do one a minute. <laughs> okay, the, the 36 questions that lead to love was published, was an article published in 2015 on the New York, in the New York Times. Actually, I think it was, yeah, in 2015. In the New York Times. The failing New York Times. And uh, there are questions that you can ask somebody to fall in love. The original article was, to fall in love, do this. So it says, the idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. So we thought we would ask each other these questions, or answer these questions. (laughs) And it'll make me fall in love with you? Yeah, finally. And then... (laughs) Son of a bitch! (laughs) And then we could come up with our own too. That would foster some closeness. The first one I thought for our questionnaire is when's the last time you pooped in your pants? That's your favorite question in the world. My favorite question. And it fosters closeness because it's very vulnerable. But that's not on there, is it? (laughs) Could you imagine? Can you imagine the New York Times is like, number one. Are you in the pimp club? (laughs) What's the pimp club, you might ask? It's the poop in my pants club, started by (laughs) Glennis McMurray McCarthy. And Kate Tellers. What's Kate Tellers' married name? Tellers. What was Uh, her not married name? Tellers. She didn't change her name. Oh. Okay. Okay. So there are three sets of questions. There are 12 questions in every set. So set <clears throat> set one, the first question is, given the choice of anyone in the world, B. whom would you want as a dinner guest? Oh. Keep like, it light. Alive? Well, it said anyone in the world, so I would assume alive. What's the way? I feel like it shows up. It's it just, it's an old joke, but it's like, if you could choose anyone in the world to have dinner with living or dead and you're just like, um, living. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, one dinner guest, one dinner guest. Um, and we're going to say living. We can say living or dead. It's fine. Well, he well, I was thinking of him earlier, and so he's the one popping in my head. So I'll say William Goldman from Goldman Sachs. From Goldman Sachs, <laughs> uh, 
You're such a capitalist. Also, did you know Bernie Madoff is still alive? I thought he was dead for some reason. I thought he like died in prison. Oh, that's weird. I kind of think I did too. Oh Man- my god, the timeline got shifted again. Fucking how many people? Oh, dead? Mandela effect. Oh my god, the Mandela. Mandela effect. Bernstein bears. Is he dead? Let me let me see. I think he did die, didn't he? Right. 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 Bernie Madoff doesn't deserve your pity, even if he's terminally ill, says Fox News. He's alive. He's 81. Wow. I thought he didn't. Don't you remember him dying in prison? And then, no. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess I I did. Because that was my first reaction was that I thought he was dead. Right. Yeah. I thought he, like, honestly, my memory was that, because I heard on the radio, they were like, Bernie Madoff says blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I thought he fucking died. I thought he died, like, Pretty soon after they caught him and put him in in jail. Oh wow! Baron Stain Bears. Baron Stain. Okay, so my answer is Bernie Madoff. Who's yours? Shut up! I'm kidding. <laughs> I William Goldman, just because he seems like he would be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all the movies that he wrote and people that he's met and stories that he must have, but also. His attitude of like, you know, because like you read Adventures in the Screen Trade, right? Or at least some of it. Uh, Some of it. Yeah. Because it's just like, he's just so like, fuck this industry, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what it was. It was like somebody was tweeted something about like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. And it just feels nice knowing other people don't either. And that immediately makes me think of his quote in that book saying nobody knows anything. Right. You know? Yeah. It's a good answer. But he's just very down to earth and he's just, he's just talking about like movie stars, like acting like pricks and he's just like, fuck you. Yeah. And he said the only good experience he had making a movie honestly was, um, was Butch Cassidy and uh princess bride. Mm. He's like every other movie he wrote, he was just kind of like, ah, they, what are they, what are they doing to this thing? Oh yeah, that's got to be hard. That's got to be really hard. Yeah, I can't imagine. Also, it would be fun to ask him. There's always the rumor is that he, like, did a pass on Goodwill Hunting, and then that's why it's actually a good movie. Because mm. isn't it? It is weird that <laughs> neither of those two other like they write an Academy Award winning movie and then just never do that again. Hmm. And then they just drive Mini Coopers downstairs and shoot at people and be No, Batman. Mini Driver. The pink Zapata like mustache. What? <laughs> the guy who played Spider-Man on the 1977 <laughs> show, I realized, is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, funny. He plays the, he, he plays the TV director, Sam Wanamaker. When... when Leo's hung over and he's got the ice on his face and the yeah. director comes in. He's the guy who played Friedrich von Trapp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Friedrich. I'm Friedrich and I don't need a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's what Liesel said, actually. I'm Friedrich and I'm difficult or something like that. I don't remember. And can and you imagine being in like one of the greatest movies that will ever be made? No, I mean, I, God, I, I, 
No. It's crazy. They're showing it again at, at New Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. Is this you asking me to sing? They're making me sing. <laughs> making me sing. They're making me no sing. No one is making you sing. Oh, I'll sing. They're making <laughs> me sing. <laughs> that might be the funniest sketch that God, has ever. So funny. It's, it's the funniest premise, anyway. It's just like <laughs> they're making me sing. <laughs> like making... what? No one's making you sing. Stop it! Oh, they're making me sing. All right, I'll sing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny she is she is so funny um who would you have dinner with Kristen wig i would have dinner well the first person that popped in my mind is nina simone and i think it would be a very tense meal yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's the word for it. While we're sitting there eating cheeseburgers and macaroni and cheese. Yes. She's just like. Ugh. Yeah, because she was very tortured, but she was just so brilliant. And I don't feel like it would be much. I don't feel, I don't think it would be a conversation so much as just a show. Like I would, it would just be dinner and a movie. That would be so funny if we legitimately, the two of us and Jack are having dinner with Nina Simone. <laughs> And just Jack's like, look at my drawing of Martin Luther King. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did. Well, he did a coloring of Martin Luther King. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, I thought Dolly Parton, but then I'm like, I don't want to meet. Yeah. Don't meet your, your heroes. Hero. Yeah. My hero. And I had, I don't know, like maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll stick with Nina Simone. I mean, it doesn't seem like a Mr. Rogers would be amazing. Mm hmm. Because it would just be, you would just get his full attention. You would just have this like total connection. And would you please pass the pepper? <laughs> well, that's a very. I good would. Coloring. Okay, so I would want to have dinner with William Goldman, and you want to have dinner with Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. <laughs> Chet Hanks, will you please shut up? Brap, brap. <laughs> You know they say blood clot in uh, We the People, the Tribe Called Quest song? Well, that's, yeah, that's uh, uh, Fife Is, Dog. He says he it. He says it in another, oh, okay. I just heard it. I, I was assumed, like, oh, God, I, I, I always, I assumed either he was born in Jamaica or his, or his like parents were Jamaican or something. Yeah. Chet Hanks. Is also Not, a rapper. Did also, you know he's also no! a rapper? That's what Are Caroline you fucking was with me? me. That's what she said. She said his rap name is like Chet Hayes or something. Hold on. Oh, no. Hold the phone. No. Hurt Chet Hayes. Oh, God. He just looks like a tool. Can you imagine Tom Hanks just being like, Chet, get down here? So he is the son of. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. So is Colin Hanks from a different marriage or is it? I think he is. I think Colin Hanks was like a little kid when Bosom Buddies came out. I think that's the story about Tom Hanks rolling down the hill in Griffith Park. Oh, yeah. You know that okay. story? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll tell it because <laughs> the, they might not his... know. It, oh, yeah. Apparently, on. like he had shot the pilot and um, they didn't have you know, it, it hadn't aired, he hadn't gotten paid and they were just, you know, he was dead broke. And Tom Hanks, so he's like, all right, let's, we're going to go to Griffith Park and we're going to roll down the hill and they're rolling on the hill and he said that, like, a guy, um, 
had gone into some, you know, public restroom to like change out of his, you know, workout clothes into a suit or vice versa. And that uh, the guy dropped like, you know, a 20 or something. Well, maybe even more than that, maybe like 50 or 60 bucks. And uh, that Tom Hanks was like, oh, sir, sir, you, you dropped this. You dropped this, sir. Sir, you And the guy just like kept walking, kept walking. He's like, sir, you dropped this. And then finally the guy turns around and he goes, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight if I take that money back. Oh, and man. And then like Tom like looks at the two of them and they're just like, their clothes are dirty. They're just playing in the park. And he's like, oh, and he's like, we had groceries for that week, you know. We went and spent it on candy. <laughs> we spent it on Jamaican <laughs> beef. I couldn't think of anything. Man, we spent it on mangoes. Mangoes. Yeah. Um What's his rap like? Does he he doesn't he doesn't wait. He doesn't <laughs> rap like that, does he? I hope not. In the not. fake accent? I hope not. Hold oh, on. Oh god. Um hold on one second. Like because here's the problem. He clearly has been practicing that accent yes you don't yeah. just find out you can do that accent um or maybe you get hit in the head and you're like i could speak like this the whole time <laughs> uh they won't know <laughs> let me see if this is his chet hayes white and purple to the top one white <laughs> to the what? top one this one It's like the, but isn't that like black and bl black and yellow, black and yellow? I don't know. It sounds like something on Storybots where they're just like <laughs> white and purple, white and purple. This is white and that is purple, white and purple, white and purple. Chet, you could be using your powers for good. It's a triangle. That's a triangle. That's a square. It's a circle. <laughs> That's a grape and that is jello. Yeah. Squares and circles, squares and circles, white and purple, white and purple. <laughs> clouds and kittens, clouds and kittens. <sighs> Well, he's also been sober for a while. He's got, you know, some drug stuff going on or ha did and, you know, but wow, just the the reason that he came up is because Matt sent me a. Well, because he's back. Today. Yeah, he's he's doubled down or something. Yeah. With like a tweet that he was tweeting some more inane bullshit. Well, is the question was, um, uh, yes, Colin Hanks mother is Samantha Luz. Um, and they were married until 1987. Elizabeth Ann Hanks and Colin Hanks are her children. So it's really, really Rita Wilson's fault. Kidding? Yes, Rita, yes, no, one hundred percent. No, she is lovely. No, if Sammy Lou was still in the picture, Sammy Lou, Sammy Lou, what you gonna do? <clears throat> okay, so. Oh God, she looks just like Elizabeth Ann Hanks. Chet Hanks. Imagine that. The worst. Uh, but he doubled down because somebody said something about cultural appropriation. He's like, oh, but black people can wear cowboy hats. And it was just like, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go, Chet. I can't. <laughs> I can't be your dad anymore. I got to go. <laughs> Matt, you're not his dad. You I don't have to go. be everybody's dad. I got to go. Okay. Oh, oh, Samantha Luz played a waitress on Bosom Buddies once. I wonder how she got that fucking part. That was the funniest part of watching Frasier. Oh, I... no, she died. Oh, oh no, she died in 2002. Well, you, do you think Tom Hanks is going to get divorced? Well, he oh, did. Okay, he they did, did get divorced. 
Oh my god. Oh fuck, I'm sorry. Oh Jesus. That's why we never talk shit about people. We never know. I was just don't kidding. Some, don't judge somebody's story by judge the anybody. you walk in on. Oh, what if Chet Hanks dies? Well, I would feel bad because he's a human and he has a chance at redemption. He could stop being a douchebag if he wanted to. God, she was 49. How the hell did she die? Oh, God. That sucks. Yeah. Dying sucks. Yeah. On The Good Place, Ugh. they said... Uh, Bone humans. cancer. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's fucking... That's awful. Oh, my God. They said, humans are always a little bit sad because we know we're going to die. Like, Who said that, Mr. On Rogers? The, on The Good Place. Oh, on The Good Place. Yeah. I'm like, that's true. There's always a tinge of sadness. I, But I... It's... I... You're excited to die? No, no. But it's, it is it is that thing of like, if we didn't die... Life wouldn't be special. That's that was exactly the point that they made in that episode. Oh, I guess I could have written that episode. Oh, I sure wow. maybe I did. Oh my god, the fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin reference too. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Wouldn't it be funny if I'm like writing for the Good Place, if, but like, I'm not telling you? You put your every time you take your sleep mask off, you're like you actually have gone out of the house and written an episode <laughs> of the Good, good Place. place. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's question two. Would you like to be famous in what way? You want me to answer this first since you answered the last one first? For murdering my family. Oh, no, ah! you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't want to be on my favorite murder. Okay. No, I don't want to be famous. It scares the shit out of me. I do want the things that come with fame, like money and like people loving well, me. Sometimes people are famous and they don't get rich from it. I know. Yeah. In what way do you want to be famous? Um, In a way that I can profit from it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually talked about this last week on Justifying My Movie Collection, where I was like, when I get into those headspaces sometimes of like, like if I drive past a billboard, I'm like, why the fuck do they get to do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I start thinking about like, like if I'm driving Lyft and the people in the backseat, I'm like, if you only knew who the fuck I think I am, you know, <laughs> but I honestly, I, my, the, I, when I articulate the thought, it's preposterous when I think I just want the people that I don't want to hang out with to hang out with me. Yeah. I just want. People that I don't know. I want to show them. To think that I'm fucking amazing. Yeah. I just want everybody that I don't want to be around. Yeah. But <laughs> sometimes know? the thought will come in my head and I'm just like, what if right now, what if in the future I look back at right now and I'm like, God, it was so nice to not have the things going on in my life that are going on right now. Like it's what if the, things could yeah. be simple again? It's you know? the Neil Sadaka song, The Hunger Years. <clears throat> I don't know that one. I believe uh, Sonny and Cher sang it. Mm. And it's like about a couple who like get famous. And then it's about like, I miss those hungry years. I mean, I, I want, I think the thing, I used to want to be famous very badly. It motivated every single choice I ever made. Right. Uh, but if I had gotten famous, I am certain that I would be dead right now. 100% certain. I'm sure it would have killed me. Sure. Well, I feel the same way. 
you know. But then it's interesting to see because we are connected to the industry. We are in the industry, but we are connected to the to people that are like becoming famous. And it's interesting to see that. Yeah. Oh, God, this is 100. I talked about this 100 percent where I'm like the people who have gotten fame. It was clear that that's what they were out for. They were out to get from the word go, you know? Yeah. I just can't imagine having to like be like going to going to Jerry Seinfeld's for the Super Bowl, you know, or like it just feels exhausting. Like we had the yeah, best Super Bowl like, party ever. It was just you and me and Jack and snacks. When you came back with those snacks from Vaughn's during the halftime show, I was like, this is the best Super Bowl ever. I was like, meet my friends, Chip and Dip. <laughs> and Chet Hanks. <laughs> He was hanging out like, at the bonds. Hear him out, Matt. Just hear him out. Listen to him rap. You've never even heard of White and Purple, White and Purple, White and Purple. Um, I uh, there have been times where I did feel like I was famous. You yes. know, mm-hmm. like when the when the FiOS commercials were running, especially in New York. Well, you also stick out like you're six yeah. feet tall and you're a redhead. So people are just like automatically drawn to you anyway. Yeah. You know, and then they've seen you on every commercial break. During the Olympics, during the summer of 08, like somebody said to me, they were like, you were on the Olympics more than Michael Phelps was. Yeah. Like it was every and fucking. smoking more weed. Hey. That's also true. <laughs> That's also true. Uh, every fucking commercial break it ran. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was. We couldn't step out of the apartment. I mean, literally, cable guy. The door to the building wouldn't be closed behind me, and somebody would shout "cable guy" at me. Yeah, it was. It was like really uncomfortable because it was just. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Well, it was. It It was like it was like ah fuck, like what, like just having your anonymity taken away. Yeah. Is jarring. Yeah. Um, and it didn't feel like I was like, uh, because uh, the money didn't fix anything. <laughs> well, the money didn't fix it, and the money didn't compensate for it, right? You know, I think at the time it was like maybe if I was making more money, yeah, I could be cool with it. We did get to go to Mexico, that was cool, that's true. We got to go to Mexico and Flexico. Yeah. I don't know. Fame is uh, a, a dubious uh, thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It's nice. It it, it it Right now, it's more manageable. I was... It's so funny. I was just talking about this. Where I'm like, I'm kind of like... On a, like a, like a school grading system my fame is kind of at like a d minus like every once in a while at an airport someone would be like oh my god you were in the jegging videos yeah you know or something like that like oh my god can we take a picture like when we go to wrestlemania it'll be like yo matt and vince yo hey who's your favorite wrestler and it's like that's fun because it's like these are our people but i don't know like i wouldn't want to be like like Jerry Garcia locked in his hotel room, you know, smoking heroin because he he has no escape, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, just from what I've seen of being next to people who are famous, mm. it's um, 
it's relentless. People are constantly wanting fr something from you. Mm -hmm. They want a picture. They want just to talk to you. They're just taking your attention. So it's very, it's draining, you know? And then, yeah. and it's just, I guess it feels like, it feels so empty because it's like nobody really cares. They just want to be near a famous person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of times where I've just been completely ignored. Like I'll be, I, I, when I, you know, I dated somebody on SNL, but we would be out to dinner and it was like, and even when we were at that diner, remember the diner where the late in Brooklyn where the lady like didn't even take my order. <laughs> like she came over to you and was like, or was it the owner? I can't remember, but they came over and they were like, Hey, ba -ba 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 -ba, cable guy. Uh, what do you want to eat? I'll get you whatever you want to eat. Blah, blah, blah. And then walked away. And I was like, do I get, should I sit at a different table? Right. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, what's fun about that <laughs> is you have to deal with it. Right. Is then she's <laughs> mad at me. The worst person in America. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a bad place. Uh, I, 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 like, I remember being at that that diner and an old lady coming up because she was sitting at the table across from us. Yeah. And she goes, "I'm gonna tell everybody I had lunch with you." Yeah. I'm gonna tell everybody I had lunch with the cable guy. Yeah. I mean, I know you've got whatever. Yeah, I'm pointing to gestured me. at you. <laughs> And I was like, listen, you old cunt. Jesus. I can say cunt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wee. Wowie. Uh, no. I well, it, look, I don't know. There is something I it it's so it's crazy. It's crazy. I think it for me, maybe it's just my alcoholism is like I want approval mm -hmm. you know so what's the most unmanageable way to get approval well everyone needs to know me and love me everyone has to feel the exact same way about me every different person on this planet must feel the same way right whereas like walking into a place and like feeling like people are looking at me I don't know. It's been so long that it's it doesn't sound it for me. That is alcoholism where I've been I've something that I didn't like anymore and wanted to escape. I've now had some distance from and now my brain is like, yeah, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. But at the same time, I am I mean, I'm in a much healthier headspace. I don't know how uh, it would feel. Right. That's what I was going to say. You know? Yeah. We were very ill-equipped to handle that. But at the same time, it's just, it's, it was overwhelming because it was new, you know? Well, but, it was new and it was like, so sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't like myself. So having people like shout cable guy at me, I felt worse. Right. Whereas if, if I, like, I, if I could maybe, like, I want to be like, I want to be like Aquafina. You know, the way that I picture her walking out of her house, just going like, hey, yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> like that billboard of Nora from That's Queens. That's got to be exhausting too, though. Yeah, but not if it's for real. 
Yeah. If I really do feel like but like that's I that's not how she was when I was when we shot the commercial. That's not how she was. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm saying that that I'm just saying the billboard of Nora from Queens oh. where she's in front of her place, just going like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like like when we were at um um Emily and Al's place for Halloween, and just it was like everybody who lived on the block knew Al. Oh, yeah. Like he was just he knew his neighbor's names. Yeah. He's the mayor of. Right. And they were walking by and they're like, where's Al? Like, I'm like, I walk around here and I'm like, you know, we met our neighbors a couple doors down. And I was like, I was like, will you write down their names? Because I'm not going to fucking remember. And I wrote down their names when I met them because I knew I wasn't going to remember. But I mean, it gets easier to remember that kind of stuff and to get out of, you know, our. Like, I I don't know what it is. Am I just so self-absorbed? I'm like. I don't remember people's names. I'm aloof. You're an alcoholic. I mean, we are. You're an alcoholic. (laughs) Our egos are the size of Manhattan. Like, what are we supposed to, you know, like it it doesn't get fixed overnight. We've been thinking of ourselves and ourselves only for, you know, three years. It's like. No, no, you're right. I'm great. Okay. Uh, so I yeah, I think I would like to be famous, but in what does it say? In what way? Yeah. In a way that's manageable. Yeah. So not in prison? Right. Okay. Yeah, in a way that's people like me as opposed to people just like I don't want to be like Greg Brady at the end of the episode where like, you know, his clothes are all torn up. Yeah. Or there that is an actual story from um Shirley Temple. Like when she got married, they ripped her wedding dress to shreds. That's crazy. Trying to get a piece of Shirley Temple. And she was a grown-up. Like she's still alive, isn't she? A Shirley Temple Black? I haven't heard that. I'm like, oh no, wait a minute. She may have passed away. No. Well, she Shirley Temple. Yeah, she died in 2014. What the fuck? What were we doing? <laughs> Smoking weed and drinking. Shit. Hollywood's number one box office draws a child actress from 1935 to 1938. She was only 85 when she died. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. How is she? How is Kirk Douglas 103? <laughs> Jesus, right? All right. What's the next one? Okay, the next one is... Okay. Number three, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? Yes. Why? Fear. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't feel like I do that very often. I feel like... Well, first of all, I hate talking on the phone. So I'm always just like, this is going to be terrible. But you do it all the time. I, I'm trying to be better about it. I'm trying to be better about answering calls. But like really, truly, I never used to talk on the phone ever. Hmm. I I always had a really hard time hearing people and I would I would talk over them and I would get anxious and just it was just awful. It was a nightmare. So now I'm trying to be better about talking on the phone. It gives me a chance to like listen to people and then wait till they're finished and then respond, you know? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. There is, would you believe there's more to listening than just sitting there quietly? <laughs> yeah. 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 Isn't that funny? Uh, all right. Number four, what would constitute a perfect day for you? 
So this is just a list of questions to, so are these just icebreakers? Is that the idea? Yeah. And I think they get a little more, they get a little deeper. Like this is section one, set one. So it's like first date questions, you know? Then how many questions are in set one? 12. So we, we might not get to all of them, but you know, this can be an ongoing thing. My perfect day? Yes. And it, perfect is in quotes, if that changes anything for you. Uh, well, I went first last time. Oh, okay. Um, okay. My perfect day would be... In quotes. In quotes. Because who knows how it's going to go. It's not going to go that way, and it's not going to go that way either. Uh, my perfect day would definitely be out in nature, and it would be probably in the mountains of like near my hometown. So there's like aspen trees and clouds and it's crisp and warm, crisp and warm, (laughs) crisp and warm. (laughs) Yesterday at my, yesterday at my hair appointment, she goes, do you want coffee? And I go, yeah. (laughs) She goes, how do you take it? And I go, can you make it? (laughs) Oh God. She goes, can you make, I go, do you, Oh my god! Oh boy, she's broken. <laughs> I'm broken. I said, "Can you make it um, black with just a little milk in it?" <laughs> she was like, "You want your coffee black with a little milk?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, can you make black coffee and then put milk in it?" Like those are two different things. You can't have black coffee with milk in it. Sure, you can have coffee with milk in it. Motherfuckers in New York, man. And every time I would order black coffee, they would just start pouring sugar in it. Light and sweet, baby. Light and sweet. And I'm like, no, black, nothing in it. Nothing. Nothing. That's like when I first lived in New York and I started, uh, uh, I was doing temp work at NYU. The woman was like, Glennis, can you go get us coffees? Just ask for them light and sweet. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And it was so sweet. I have never, I felt like, died i had a brain tumor from okay i'm gonna stop. light and sweet light and sweet that's what you say they put sugar and cream in there and it is like a lollipop it's so sugary and that's the way they wanted it yeah light and sweet yeah it's pretty gross sitting in an office just drinking a mouthful of sugar my perfect day um no coffee Wait, did you even say what your perfect day was? Are you listening or are you just sitting there silently? Wow. Busted. Nature, crisp and warm. (laughs) That's as far as you got. That's as far as I got. And then Matt decided to You didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything, though. Um, You're just outside. Just... I love... I just love nature. But what are you doing? Um, We're... We're... Um... Flying kites. Um, I don't know. I just like being out in nature and like going for a hike or, you know. So Glennis is looking for bugs under rocks. <laughs> yeah. Picking up worms. I w- it would be joyful to see Jack in those, exp- you know, it just reminds me of my childhood. It's mm-hmm. like we would always be out in nature. We'd be like playing in the riverbed. We'd be, you know, we'd be like exploring different kinds of wildflowers and like minor socks that smell like feet. They're disgusting. Flowers that smell like feet. It's a real thing. Oh, I don't know them. Yeah, they're disgusting. They're called minor socks. 
Minor socks. They smell legitimately like like, like dirty a miner's feet. socks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yum. And like what the joy of, of a grown up showing that to a child be like, come smell this flower. And they're like, whoa, gross. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the clouds, finding different animals in the I don't know. That's uh, just the warm Colorado sun. It reminds me, I remember when James was a baby. My brother said, uh, like he loaded up the diaper and that he was, my brother was like, Grace, check to see if the baby did a poop in the diaper. And said that she came running up and stuck her nose like in his butt in the diaper and sniffed. And she was just like, (laughs) he's like, I think that's a yes. I think that's a yes. Classic. Classic. What's your perfect day? Um... I think it would involve the outdoors as well, too, but um, I don't know, just more, just more people around. Um, Oh, yeah. It was just me alone. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just I love. um, I don't know. It is it is that same thing about like. I think it would be neat to know like all of our neighbors names and like. Like a block party kind of a thing. Well, yeah. I just, when I walk around, I'm like, why the fuck is no one? It's like you walk around our neighborhood and you're just alone. Mm -hmm. No one is ever out. I'm like, that's great. Like, I was like, the quiet is nice. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd like to be like, hey, Bill. You know? Yeah. I mean, but you've met, you know, the woman down the street who has a kid. And then we met our new neighbors and, you know, I think it just takes effort and time, you know, after a while you're just like, oh, I'm at so-and-so, you know. But it's like as like with my parents, say what you will, but it's they're always like, I mean, they present it in such a way of like, oh, this one, they just moved in. Her <laughs> her husband is a, uh, a, a, a contract banker and a, but it's just like, how did you? How did you meet? How did you like I'm I am so I feel so impotent in like that area of just like how did like it, it reminds me of when I went to go do jury duty and I fell asleep and I woke up and then everybody had made friends. <laughs> I was like that's the story of my life. Yeah. I'm like how did you do that? Yeah. Well, I a lot of it I think has to do with being open. Like when we met this woman and her kids down the street mm. the first time it was like we felt a lot of anxiety coming from them, like from her, you know? And so like, I feel like I was a little closed off. And then the next time I was just, I was in a good headspace. I was in a good mood and I just right. was more open. So we actually learned each other's names and, you know, like our old place when the, uh, I don't even remember their names and I feel bad just referring to them as the atheists, the Canadian, the, the Canadian atheists. That's right. The Canadian atheists. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, because they were nice, but then it's like the whole thing turned. Yeah. You know, well, he joined a cult. So, you know, well, yeah, it was just all they were talking like. And it was and it's weird when somebody's talking to you about something and I'm like. Like, let me know if you agree. Where it was just like he was talking about it in a way that I was like, oh, I should already know what this is. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or I mean, it's this kind of thing where it's like I'm I'm pitching you on something, but I'm pretending like I'm not pitching you. So I'm like already bringing you into it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just this thing. I don't know what it is, but it's just like they just kept talking about like, oh, yeah, we go and like their apartment was empty most of the time. It got to that point where it was like and then they started. What's it called? Airbnb it. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, well, you can't. Yeah. Do You're that. Renting like, an apartment. Yeah. Like the property manager was like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm telling those guys to leave now because they've been like Airbnb in their apartment. You mean our 21 year old apartment manager? God bless him. Yeah. Um, he tried his best. But it was like they were just spending all their time at this like mansion in Malibu or something or Venice or something. And some rich guy and his wife started some atheist yeah they were just like it's not church it's just a it's a it's an atheist community event on sundays and it's like it sounds like church right it's church you're just you know you're just i don't know but then it was like i don't know it felt like they were mad at us at some point um they probably were but (laughs) (laughs) i mean but my point was when we first met them yeah they were just headed to their car and you like split off. We were walking our car too. And you split off from me and you just went, hi, I just want to introduce ourselves. We're I'm Glennis and we live down on the first floor and we, yeah. we just had a baby. We see that you have a baby and a, yeah, you know, was very out of character. For I was like, yeah. who <laughs> is that? Yeah. But I was like, that's awesome. I was like, I'd love to meet people. Yeah. I'd love to make friends with people. Well, you do have friends. It's just that it, it is a little crazy. It's not crazy. It's I just, just don't have enough of them. It's like when you do something like that, you're opening yourself up to all of these possible scenarios. I'm yeah. like, I don't know who these people are. So it is a little bit crazy to just walk up to people and be like, hey, you want to be friends? It's a little more people pleasy manipulate because there's no like shared Maybe experience to be like, oh, my gosh, look, we both went to Whole Foods and got the same guacamole. Oh, my God. <laughs> same shirt. Me, my friend Dip. Shirt twins. Shirt twins. Look, we're twins. But but being open and like saying yes to things, I think, does foster really like t- takes relationships from like surface friendships to like really deep, close connections like this sing along. And we're going to have here on Saturday. It's like they asked if they could do it here. And my first reaction was like, no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. And I'm like, you know, I said yes, because I'm like, I know these people. It's going to be fine. But yeah, maybe this is going to be something that fosters even closer relationships with these women, you know. So I think that's it's not about going up to people and just getting to know them. It's like now we can foster a relationship with this family down the street. Because we have this shared, like they gave us their swing set. So now right. we can do something nice. There is, you know, not, not that we talk about it like that. There is something to the, I, I don't think my parents are these type of people because they, they have friends. They're friends with their neighbors, but they just, they know. Oh, that's uh, Sidlowski over there. Oh, that's uh, oh, he used to own uh, Cardi Furniture. Oh, this oh, well, they died. That one, you know, it's like he owned B one hundred one. You know, all these all these people. Yeah, you know, nosy neighbors. Uh, there is a certain aspect of that, but the, I, but I don't think that there is so f- they're not as bad as like you know. 
Like I'm picturing like Magda in something about Mary where it's just like, oh, hi, hi. Oh, tell me everything. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, I've befriended, you know, the the gossip or the the like pretending to be friendly just to get the juice. Right. You right. know. Yeah. But I mean, there's like a happy medium between us who can see somebody move in and be like, oh, cool. And never talk to them. And, you know, Magda, <laughs> you know, right. there's like, I do feel like I am like, I see the people moving in. I'm like, let's make a plate of cookies and go give it to them. And then I eat the cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, we're not going to give them an empty plate. And they're like, what? I got you a plate. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Okay, so number five. Oh, but my perfect day would be like being, I, I don't know, I picture like, honestly, for, for some reason, and I didn't have the best time there because I was, again, very lonely. I wish I was making friends, was when I was on Nantucket. I do picture like that town of like Sconset and like just like everybody being around Maybe like it's like 4th of July or something where just people are out. Mm -hmm. Just people are out and about and then going to like, you know, some fun lunch or like, you know, sandwiches and clam cakes or something. Or like, again, like we're outside, but like, I love a beach. I love like a working class beach community. Even You know, it, like I'm thinking of more like when my parents had a place on Nantucket like 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, cause that the part of the island they were on was, it was, it was, it was, it was locals. It was, it was people who live there year round, year rounders. Mm -hmm. Um, and very quickly it started becoming just, you know, McMansions. Yeah. My parents got out just in time, but, but, but going to like the small little movie theater and seeing some dumb movie, but then getting out of the movie right not sunset like it's it's just starting to get dusk and then maybe getting like some food or some ice cream and walking around just walking around <laughs> and it's crisp and warm <laughs> okay i have the perfect it just occurred to me the perfect location and people for our combined perfect day would be my uncle's pub in Putney. Mm -hmm. It's you and me and Jackie and John and Sarah and Cora and Emery and Jim and Jean. And, you know, and we're all just sitting there in the sun and we're having some delicious food. And then 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 we have your day where we go to the movie and walk around and like, right? Like they, those people make me laugh so hard yeah. that it's just like, no matter what we do, it's going to be a great day. But then my I uncle's know. pub is just so beautiful. Although they did sell it. Did I tell you that? They it sold it. Sold? Sold, sold. Yeah, sold, sold. Are they going to, do they know what they're going to do with it? No, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's, it's probably going to stay a pub because it's got the kitchen and the deck and all that stuff. But, um, but that would be the perfect day. That is the thing though. I mean, like at a certain point, it's just like, it sucks that like John and Sarah do not live next door. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we want to live next door to them, we have to endure seven months of winter in maine yeah but then you at least see here's the thing here's the secret that people who live in like you you lived in colorado i lived in rhode island is you get to, like the the weather's miserable at certain times of the year 
But then there's at least you have something to talk about. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, did you see it's going to fucking snow again? Ah, <laughs> uh, we have an nor'easter annoy- over here. Send Jackie over. He can fucking shovel the drive. <laughs> Okay, last question of this episode. Number five in set one. When did you last sing to yourself? And when did you last sing to someone else? Um, um, yesterday, I sang to myself in the kitchen. What'd you sing? I think I had... Um, I mean, I definitely had the Grateful Dead on. I can't think if it was the Dead or if it was J Rad. I think it was the Dead. <laughs> uh huh. And then I sang to Jack. I sing to Jack every every night that I do bad. What did you sing to him? I sing the same song every time. Tooralooralura. When he would, he hasn't sung along with it in a long time, but when he does sing along, he goes, That's a big fish lullaby. (laughs) Big fish lullaby. Yeah. That's funny. Big fish. When's the last time you sang to yourself? Uh, today on the car ride home, I was singing How Will I Know by Whitney Houston at the top of my lungs in preparation for tomorrow because it's one of the songs I want to sing. How will I know? And then last night I sang to Jackie also. I sang, um, I think I just sang lullaby. I always make up the words. I'm just like, go to sleep now, my baby. It is nighttime. It is time. Time to sleep, my babe. Like, I just make it up because I don't know the real words. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Why aren't you sleeping? Mommy You're awake still. Needs a break. <laughs> You're awake and I'm mad and I want you to sleep. I am mad, also mad. I am mad you're not sleeping. I am angry you're responsible for the way I feel. All right. Do you want to read a little from the uh, Cat Dancers book? Yeah, vamp. Vamp, vamping. Um, We'll post this article on... Where is it? Do you see it? Our Oh, no, I thought you knew where it was. We'll post this article. Can you search the database? Can you Google it? I do. If it was a movie, I could. <laughs> On our Facebook page, go to Facebook slash I love you. Okay. Pod. And on Instagram at I love you. Okay. Pod. You can email us. I love you. Okay. Pod at gmail.com. Let us know, guys. Do you think that uh, who was wrong in the Mexico situation? Matt, you, you think Matt was wrong? Let us know. You can send in your stuff. You can send in your queries, your questions, your quizzes, your quackers. Send your quackers. Um, And we'll put a link to this article. It's interesting. It's an interesting... The concept is good. We'll write our own questions, right, Maddie? Um, the The one thing I thought would be a good question is like, if you could go back to... If you could change the um, feeling you have around a location, 
what would it be like your Nantucket thing? It's like if you could change the feeling you have in this memory of this place, what place would you choose? Because then you get to tell the story about why you've. Oh, Jesus, Matthew. Josh! He's standing on a swivel chair. Josh! <laughs> oh, he found it. Oh, Matthew, you did so good. Please don't die. Oh, he didn't die. He's coming back. Lullaby. All right, all right, all right. You did good. You did good. Thank you. A plus. D minus for vamping. Okay, so this is an excerpt from Cat Dancers. I just want to read the title page. It is signed August 18th, 89, to Linda. In friendship and love for all animals. Sincerely, Ron, enjoy holiday and pets. Should I just open to a random page? In friendship and love for all animals. <laughs> Only animals. I definitely read it weird. Should I just open to a random page? Sure. Or do you want to pick a number between uh, one and 242? Oh, also in the back is their name and address. I mean, name and phone number. Okay. Cat dancers run enjoy holiday. Alacia, Florida, and then a couple phone numbers. What's the phone number? Give it to me. I'm going to call it. Well, maybe I shouldn't say it. I'll beep it out. Well, why don't I just dial it with my phone since okay. I'm sitting here? Ooh, now Matt has to make the phone call. <laughs> okay. 904. Wait. <laughs> I did that on purpose. You did it. You nailed it. Work. Cover girl. Give a twirl. Do your thing. Zero, three. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Uh, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Wow. So did I need to dial one? No, you're fine. It's okay, pick a number system. between one and two forty two. One seventy nine. One seventy nine, she says. What are you gonna read? One seventy nine. Top paragraph, what are you gonna read? I'm going to read from there all the way to the end of the book. <laughs> Hercules likes to paw at Joy when she puts him in into his sit-up. To the audience, this must seem a ferocious act, but in truth, he is merely reaching out to his, quote, mother, or just wants to play with the glitter on her costume. And when he is supposed to be sitting regally at Joy's, Joy's feet, Atop the revolving mirror ball, he often reduces himself to a pussycat by trying to, quote, catch the spinning light reflections that bounce off the ball in all directions. I don't know if we explained cat dancers the way that it was explained to us, because I, I am nothing if not a purist on going into a movie blind. Blind. Mm hmm. But what Vince Averill said to us was, you have to watch the documentary Cat Dancers. And I said, what is it? And he said, it's about Siegfried and Roy's main competition, yeah. the Cat Dancers. And so that was, they were talking about a, a tiger or some sort of a big jungle cat named Hercules. Yeah. And I guess what we can take away from that is that you cannot judge a cat by its stripes. Just like you can't walk up to strangers and start a conversation and not expect them to be a little bit cuckoo. 
Right, Matt? That's right, Glennis. <laughs> it's we I can't stress enough how good this documentary is. It's just you just can't imagine. And here is a picture of Joy. I, these pictures are in the documentary. Yeah. Of Joy in the kitchen with Hercules. Yeah. Between two months and ten months, Hercules conquered the kitchen. Fully grown, Hercules is literally bigger than a refrigerator. <laughs> so crazy. Can you imagine having a tiger walking around your house? And it's so funny. He's got like just a bag of cat chow on the counter behind yeah. her and this giant tiger. Look at that. It's I mean, incredible. he is massive. Wow. So cat dancers. There was something. I, I don't know if it was Hercules or which one it was, but I remember him saying like, that was Joy's baby. And after when that cat died, she was never the same yeah. after that. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, um, that was the part of that, that, uh, um, jo oh gosh, now I can't remember her name because I have Joy. Um, who works with chimpanzees? Oh, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Jane Goodall. Mm -hmm. That was the part of that where this mom chimp rate like wouldn't let her baby like wouldn't put her baby down basically yeah. and just held him and held him and held him and then when she died he just like completely wasted away it's like shit man grief is real grief will eat you up alive shit bro shit bro hey good episode hey i love you okay i love you okay i love you okay, okay. <laughs> gotta go <laughs>